Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Scripture You Can Relate To podcast, how to make scripture relevant to your everyday life. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Scripture You Can Relate To podcast is produced every Friday by Pastor Ricky Shear. For your convenience, you can download the show notes at www.scriptureyoucanrelate2.com. Come back often. And please add this podcast to your iTunes playlist. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. The Second Amendment of the Constitution says that we have the right to keep and bear arms and that it shall not be infringed. I support that. However, the Bible reminds us that the spiritual battle is far greater than the physical battle and thus requires spiritual weapons. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. While there are weapons of love and prayer, one of the most significant weapons we have is the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Well, I think about the Lawrence Livermore Laboratory in California. It was there that scientists developed a knife that can cut human hair 1,000 times finer. And while that is good, the Word of God can cut finer than that. Then this laboratory developed a surgical instrument that have electrodes on it in such a way that while it's cutting, it causes the blood to coagulate or something. I'm not sure, but basically it cuts and heals at the same time. And as a result, folks don't need to stay in the hospitals for weeks to recuperate. And the word of God cuts sharper than that. And in April 2017, Ken Wells celebrated the anniversary of her daughter's surgery. What's remarkable is that her daughter was not yet 11 years old. You heard right. Kim was celebrating the 11th anniversary of her daughter's surgery, but her daughter was months and months away from turning 11. See, when Kim was 23 weeks pregnant, the doctors told her that there was a problem with her unborn daughter's heart. Two days later, this woman found herself in an operating room. Doctors went through the stomach, through the uterus, into her unborn baby's heart, which was about the size of a grape, and repaired a valve, which the doctor said was the size of the tip of a ballpoint pen. Using lasers and ultrasound technology, it was like finding a needle in a haystack. And what I'm trying to get you to see is that while man can make a knife so precise and sharp, we have something that can top that. We have access to a spiritual knife that can cut, correct, convict, and even comfort a million times better. Yet it seems like we live in a time where folks trust in any and everything but the Word of God. Peter learned this the hard way. He tried to use a knife to defend Jesus in the garden. But he learned on the day of Pentecost that the 
sword of the spirit does a much better job. One woman tried to get Solomon to use a physical knife to cut a baby in half, but instead Solomon used a spiritual knife to cut through a lie. The more you use a physical knife, the duller it becomes. But the more you use the word of God, the sharper you become. Keep swinging a physical knife and it will wear you out. But keep using the spiritual knife and it will wise you up. But I need to also let you know that our sword does not become sharper on our own. Proverbs 27, chapter 27, verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. In other words, there is mutual benefit in the rubbing of two iron blades together. The edges become sharper, making the knives more efficient in their task to cut and slice. Well, likewise, God created man in such a way that we grow through interaction, such as church worship, group Bible study, fellowship, and other interactions. So the next time someone invites you to come to that boring fashion show at the church, the next time someone invites you to that plain spaghetti dinner, that pancake breakfast, well, recognize that sometimes, not all the times, sometimes it is these interactions in which God wants to impart wisdom. It's so that he is forcing the fellowship so that iron will sharpen iron. Well, that concludes this podcast. I hope and prayer is that this podcast has been helpful to you and you will continue to reflect on it and begin to apply it to your life. For a transcript of this podcast and notes for a journal, visit www.scriptureyoucanrelate2.com. Thank you.